Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network podcast. My name is Anthony Riguchi, and here with a few friends in the Delaware County area, we get in the basement and we talk about a certain topic. Today's topic is going to be the sacred TV time slot. Here to discuss, as always, the triple threat, Chris Trio. Gooch, how's it going? I'm excited to be back. I've I missed too many games. I want to hear all about how it went. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk about too many games. We're gonna talk about what we're playing. What Absolutely, we're doing, what, yeah. we, what we normally do. Um, but yeah, we uh, I was, housekeeping. I, right. I was just talking about how like I'm like yeah, we had something cool happen. Yeah. We get to recap it on one of the podcasts. Absolutely. We, we've recorded uh, two since then, but I'm like yeah, like I want to do yeah, another Zelda podcast last, so we yeah. can like talk about too many games a little bit and, and behind the scenes and thank you all for coming out yeah i, I th- thank you all for watching it we got yeah. a, a lot of really good feedback on it um i'm like to i i think for me like kind of a little i was a little overwhelmed by it uh, like a smidge i mean dude it's uh, our first like, live event not like a t- right yeah and i mean yeah. i sadly couldn't be there too so there was a lot of pressure on you yeah, and yeah, you yeah. Did it, and it was through. um yeah like i rewatched it um well, actually, let's let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning yeah. when we we applied for this. So in March, um, I'm kind of curious if, what spawned us being like we should apply for Pan. I think you just I think you just mentioned it when you were just like, why not? And I yeah. was like, yeah, that so, makes total sense. So yeah. at this at the same time, we applied for a panel at Fan Expo in Philly um, in the beginning of June, and too many games at the end of June. Yeah. Um, and I guess we'll reveal this, but. At Fan Expo, we were going to talk about, um, like, the state of, like, Marvel games and how, like, a lot of them are live service, Gotham Knights, Right, Avengers, right, right, yeah. Or, like, superhero squad. games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. of, like, why are these superhero games kind of going this That's live lighter, service yeah. route? It, it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got the, we never heard back from them. Uh, and then a week before the event, they were like, oh, yeah, you can do this. And it was, like, Friday at, like, 6 o'clock. First day of the con. There was end no. Of the it night. was not a reasonable ask at that point. And we like were just like we would have to like alter really, so much. Really get like trio didn't even go. I was only going on Saturday. Um, we would have to just get all of our like you know. We didn't sh- even really have the panel prepared in any way. Like right. and there was like right. it, and we, we had a week to do it, and yeah. then I would have to get Chaz to come down and record it because yeah. he recorded too many games, and you know we had talked to him about it, and I'm just like big thanks to Chaz also. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like. Nah, we're not doing this. Um, like this is just like yeah, we were both this, like this, this just is last isn't worth it. It didn't make any sense. We clearly got it. Like clearly somebody like canceled, and then we got that was my guess. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I mean the same thing I think happened to too many games because it was a month got, out. We got declined our panel of too many games. And that's that, so that's right. Okay, yeah. I, I thought we did. We that's did. That's what confused me. I thought we, we got did. declined. We did. So then, yeah. like okay, like yeah. I think. Maybe like a month and a half after, like, but yeah, like, like not it was very within, near. Like it was still it like was far, far away. Yeah. And then um, at the beginning of, oh no, at the end of March, maybe middle of March, Memorial Day weekend. It was like a month out, I think, yeah, from when we, the actual con was. We we got an email from somebody at Too Many Games, and they're like, "Hey, and we we know we, we applied and declined you, but we do have an opening. It's." Uh, well, I, I guess they didn't give us a time slot, but they were like, hey. they were like, we have. Um, it was a day. You could come on Saturday or something like that. I think. Um, or did they not even tell us a no, date? I don't at think. All? I don't think or they d- told us at all. I guess that would make sense. They were just like, can you do it? Right. And, and, then, and, yeah. and then we needed to know in a day, and that was kind of like, yeah. So I went to Trio, and I was like, you know, um, you know, okay, we, yeah, we got we got accepted. We got to like respond in a day. Yeah. We need to like turn this around and and trio unfortunately and I guess I had my we, vacay all set up like it was all yeah. set up for like 
the, the summer and, and we had gotten declined and stuff like that. So right. we just had thought so, we were in but the clear. Did you, I was going to say, did you have your vacation planned before that? Like, I don't, like, I don't, no, even, uh, I don't remember. Probably to not, be honest. Right? I would say, well, when did we apply for that? Beginning, uh, end of March. February, March. No, it would have been before that. Well, at least we would have had the date because it was the, in February is when we started looking. So I don't know if we had it by then, but I think we had dates by then. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Either way, it was a month out. I sadly couldn't make it. You were like, do you care if I do this myself? I'm like, oh, of course not. Why would we need that? Yeah. That's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing opportunity. I'm glad you were able to go. It seemed like you had a great time. It yeah. seemed like it was, I, I, I was very jelly, but I was <laughs> sitting on the beach uh, getting my son, uh, son burn. Uh, you, and then you got uh, sun poisoning? No, I got sunburn. Actually, I didn't. I just sat under the umbrella the whole time. But I still enjoyed myself <laughs> and I read Dune and it was a very relaxing week, but I'm happy. You, yeah. you, it went well because it really did. And I'm, I'm thankful for Chad, seriously, because that's big help having him to record there and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I definitely want to talk about a little about your vacation. But Absolutely. Let's, for let's, sure. Let's do too many games. Please and do. do that. Yeah, and, let's not, go. not that it's in chronological order. Absolutely. But yeah, so um, being a panelist at too many games, I got a free pass. So that was kind of cool. You know, that was, that like, was one of the things I was super jelly of. Yeah, I was like, too. oh, like, great. I, I don't have to pay to be there, even mm -hmm. though I would have anyway. But um, it was cool, like a cool perk. right? Absolutely. Um, but I, I what you I feel a little VIP. What I wished. So it was funny. Yeah. So, what, what I, OK, so on Friday and I go there and I'm picking up my badge under the VIP line. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm feeling pretty hot right now. Hot shit, Gooch. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so like, I get to the person and I'm like, oh, I'm a VIP. And they're like, oh, cool. What's your, like, what's your first and last name? I'm like, oh, Ragucci. It should be under Anthony Ragucci. And I was looking at the list. He's like, yeah, you're not, you're not on here. What's your name again? Yeah. And he's like, R-A-G? And yeah. then he's like, yeah, you're not on here. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, I can show you the email. Um, like it's for, yeah, you told him I assume if, I'm, I'm for here for a panel right, or something. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I have proof. I'm like, I, I can show you the email if that's okay. I think I was speaking to someone named Heather and, and like a woman kind of came out and she mm. was like, oh, like. And I like showed her for a second. She's like, "You're good. Just give them two two badges for yeah. the weekend." And I'm like, "Okay." It's probably such a shit show. Yeah. What's funny is this happened to Dustin and Dagan as well, and they're much bigger. Yeah, than Yeah, that's us. insane. And they weren't on the list yeah. either. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know what's funny, man? I wasn't on the list either. And he was like, because he was like, "Oh, dude," I was like, you know, getting ready to have this like moment of like, yeah. "Oh yeah, there you are, yeah, cross yeah, you off absolutely. the list." And then we didn't, neither neither of us. That's that funny. They didn't. Yeah, because they definitely should have had. Right, something. they were asked to be. Yeah, there. that's right. wild. That's so. Hmm. Most of my Friday at the con before um, the so there's a sacred symbol or you know a last name media uh, meetup with Dustin who we did our games preservation podcast with. Um, Shout out to Dustin for also showing up to the panel. That yeah, was really I'm gonna cool. Get there. I'm yeah, gonna I get know, there. I know. I'm I just, gonna get I, there. I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get there. Um, so yeah, they had a meet and greet. So I had some like time to kill. I think I got there like so like between like two and like. 5 30 sure um and i so i i wanted i got an autograph from david Hayter, um and i was but i was in line pretty much all day david Hayter, as in like barry or is this a different david barry Hader? who david I, i'm so confused david Hayter is he a video game man D david Hayter voice acts solid snake and <laughs> okay. most of the snakes who he also <laughs> wrote x-men he's got a, it. and watchman right he's right, also right. a writer um, so yeah, there were a bunch of Metal Gear Solid people there. So That's awesome. Uh, on Friday, uh, be, they showed up late and then they had a panel, but I got, I got an autograph right before the panel, but that was like literally like my entire day there. So I didn't <laughs> see any of the floor for the, for like the first day. Um, I get out of line, I got my autograph and I'm like, I'm going to go walk around, like look at the floor, scope out our, our stage. 
I do that. I go to the bathroom, and then I run into Dustin. Of course, of course. I've, I've, I, last year, too many games. I ran into Dustin Furman all the time, and this, and like, I literally like walked right into him. So we're talking, and that's where um, we were discussing uh, the the VIP situation. Right. And yeah. he was waiting for Dagan, and he was like, "Dude, I don't know where Dagan is." I'm like, "You know, we have to do this in like a half hour," and I'm like, "I," and I was like. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like, if he for some reason he's late, I'm like, I can always like go. I'm up, up coach. You like, need me, right? He's like, he's like, I have, I have his badge. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I can always run it out for you. I'm yeah. like, I don't ever mind. He's like, oh, would you do that? And really, I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. We didn't have to end up doing that. So like, Dagan shows up, and you know, I got to see Dagan again. Um, the last thing guys are fucking awesome. They, you know, very cool, man. Yeah, it so was, it was so kind of, awesome. I spent like most of my weekend rolling around with Dustin and Dave. That's and, awesome, and some other last stand uh, people who also showed up at the panel. So um, that's great, man. We did their meet and greet. Um, I, they had about, I would say, like maybe fifteen to sixteen people show up. That's awesome, and that's cool because it's not like they have a whole bunch of people You're not mobbed. You're, it's more intimate. Yeah, it's absolutely. better. Everyone can it's, actually have conversations, right? And, stuff, and we're yeah. like having conversations together, and that's how they had a meet and greet at a at a bar last year. It was like similar. It's like yeah. you get more time with them, and you know they were signing stuff and like. Well, dude, I will say that's that's one cool thing about being fans of them is that they do have such an uh, an intimate fan base. I think genuinely, right. there's it's, like tw- it's, it's it, big, but but it's but it's not. Yeah, it's not overwhelming. People are, maybe if like Colin was there or like every all yeah. last stand was there. That would I'm be curious different. if like a more people, more people would, would be there would yeah. come out for sure. Um which is fine. Um and even Dustin was like, you know, like Chris, Maddie and Cog, well, not Chris actually. Chris is in LA now. Mm. But like Maddie and Cog are only in New York. Yeah. Like I'm like we got to get them out to this. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like you you really do. Even Colin, he's fucking in Virginia. Colin just doesn't come out of his How house. long did it take to us for us to get down to Virginia? Like 2 hours or was Six. it? Oh, wow. It's, it was. it's okay. a drive. I forget. You know what's so but, funny? But if it's a weekend, it's I really it. don't remember it being that wow six hours huh I don't remember that I mean I drove yeah I, you would know absolutely. I, I felt it on the way back that I makes was sense like, oh my god I never want to be in the car in for car this for 12 hours again. in a weekend yeah 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 so uh and then after the the meet and greet we we got um food and drinks at workhorse right in, um in um oh you were a, like right next to me that's like two minutes away yeah, from my no, house. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I, I forgot it, you it, mentioned that. I remember funny, you saying it earlier. Uh, Dustin's like Raguchi. I'm like, you're like, where are we going? <laughs> and he's like, you're the local. It's funny because the other people we were with were not from here. Sure, either. sure. Um, you were the local dude. Yeah, yeah. So there were a few other people. We, uh, it was like f- four of us and then six of us at Friday dinner. So I, you know, I got to talk like a lot with Dustin and and, and the 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 last hand listeners and shout out to them, Clark. Um, I think Rob, uh, I know his username is Nade Sticker. I think it was Rob or something with an R. So I met two Clarks in one weekend. I've never, uh, two, two sacred Clarks, symbols yeah. listeners that were named Clark. That is funny. Clark was from Buffalo. Um, yeah, it's and funny. We, I don't think I know a Clark. Yeah, and I met two in one that weekend. That is funny. And yeah. then they two both listened to the last name media. Um, that is interesting. Yeah, so it was R- Nade Sticker, who I think is, if I remember correctly, was named Rob, me, Dustin, Clark, and then... Uh, a listener, Zach, and his girlfriend uh, that were at the meet and greet, they came and met us after. That's but awesome. Yeah, so that was a, that was a Friday. Pretty cool. Um, on Saturday, you know, that's the big day. 
Um, so me, uh, I was with Chris Connor and Casey, friends of the show. They've both been on the podcast before. Shout out to Casey for showing up. That's really cool. Yeah. And Chris, of course. I, yeah. like, that's really awesome. Yeah. So they were, we were palling around the floor. This was Casey's like first convention. Oh, that's so wild. He, he that's awesome. Really, I'm like, I'm really popping your cherry right now. <laughs> so we like, you know, walk. Pop of the cherry. I actually got to see the floor sure. and walk and buy stuff. And How large was it, would you say? Um, Probably just as big as it was last year. But there was a lot more people. Compared to like Philly Comic Con, like when we would go. Much bigger than that. Believe it or not, so yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that makes. I, I mean, I, I think like the, uh, like retro game sales just seem to be a very popular thing. Well, and I think people are only like the guys who are buying it are only getting older and getting more money, guys and girls, whatever. Like, so it makes sense. And Absolutely. I think I think too many games like there is really all sex of nerd nerd there. Yeah. Like I feel like Comic Cons are very movie, TV, MCU fans, and DC. Fam and families. Like, I don't really think, like, the hardcore comic book people are coming out to those or, like, the gamers. Like, I, I think, like, within their scope, they're actually, like, kind of small. But, sure. like, I feel like too many games caters to, like, the entire swath of gaming, whether it's retro or modern. No, I mean, that makes like, sense. You know, it's definitely, it's very gaming. There's voice heavy. actors coming out and there's opportunities to do that. And, That's cool. You know, and, like, you know, there's an, ar an arcade. There's all sorts of shit going on. Like, like they, they had... A lot going on, but the, Saturday was mostly the floor, uh, and then Chaz showed up. So I, I I came out, gave him his badge. This is about like one o'clock. Um, you know, we walked the floor a little bit. We scoped out the stage. Um, we were kind of talking about like the production of it and like how he was going to set up. Um, and then we ran into Dustin again. He like tickled my elbow, which I was like, I was like, I got like freaked out by because I was like, who the fuck is touching me? And I turn around and he's like, hey, I'm like, oh my god, dude. I was like, I was like, I was like genuinely like startled by that. Um, and he was with another viewer. Um, I know his Discord username is, I think it's Janucci, uh, but I forget his first name. Um, yeah, so they were rolling around together and, you know, Dustin's like, oh, dude, I mean, like, I told him about the panel. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm, I'm going to go to your panel or I'm going to get food and then I'm going to go to your panel or no. Well, he had to run out. He ran out to Wawa and he's like, I'm going to go to Wawa, come back, do your panel. And then me and Dagan are going to go out to eat and prep for our panel because they're they had a panel at the like the literal last thing of the yeah, convention. Yeah, yeah, you said so that. I'm like, oh, like, I didn't know he was coming. I like told him, but I didn't know if he was going to like come. And they so Dustin That's and awesome, Dagan man. both ended up coming with like, you know, like a like four or five La, uh, last stand folks like some of the people that were at dinner with us last night came it was like it was cool I, I, I you know. it sounds like a, an amazing time man seriously I'm yeah. glad he, that's incredibly cool of Dustin and Dagan to show up and support us like like yeah that's amazing that's, yeah. that's super yeah. cool so the I was like I was pretty nervous for this thing I gotta admit dude it's a live um, of you're doing a, I would imagine I, I would have been sweating up there with you oh, before dude, we got you would have been it, like you would have been a puddle, dude. It, like, like, see what would happen is I'd sweat it out before we got on stage. We'd get on stage, and then like, I'd realize it's all just us's in the in the in the crowd. And I'd be like, oh, and then I and it, then I'd even out. <laughs> yeah. So like we're sitting there. There was like a VTuber panel like yeah. before us, and we're it's like me, Dustin, Dagan, Casey, Chris, Chaz, and like like some of the, the Last Stand listeners. And then Dagan came up, and we're all just standing there. We're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it, an <laughs> it was an interesting setup from uh, what I saw. Like, yeah. So like. Uh, it's like three panels in a row, right? Like right. next so to each other. Three stages next to each other: emerald, sapphire, and ruby. So we were the sapphire; we were in the middle. And, I, and I'm going to talk about the like the one issue I had with the whole thing. And they're which, only separated by like 
curtains. Sheets. Yeah. 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 Uh, there was not much between them. Um, I will say that's just, sorry to interrupt really quick. That's one thing I did find cool when we go to Philly Comic Con. Would they all be in different those different rooms in the convention center? So one panel would be in one room and another would be. They might have done ones so like that. I, I but, like that, but it like in in you know with the Wizard World stuff, like those rooms were so off of the main floor. That's true. So you're like for at that's least definitely, so with too many games, you're getting like floor traffic walking by. Makes like, sense. There were people standing say, yeah, for a yeah. little while and then maybe moved and that but like there was always some people standing in the back, Got not it. seated. Um so I think you have that advantage. But the you know the floor's busy, there's a lot there's two other panels to the left and of right of you. A lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um which not wasn't distracting but it made it hard to hear, which I'll go into. So we we set up for the so we set up everything's good. We get you know we get we have like fifteen minutes to set up. Chaz is a pro. He gets everything set up. We had a we had a possible audio issue that we figured out. Um, and yeah, and I go to do it, and I think my biggest of the actual conversation, the podcast portion of it. I didn't want to fuck up the intro because you you've seen me just randomly fuck up the intro. It's like one. It word. is rare though. It, yeah, I will say most like, of the time like, you usually do get it, but I understand being especially in a live atmosphere. Right. Yeah. And that's I did, and fuck I didn't fuck it up. But the one thing I noticed is I wasn't super comfortable sitting with the mic the way it was because it felt like kind of far. I like the table was kind of low. I just felt weird. It didn't feel right. And I asked yeah. Dustin, I'm like, did you feel kind of like uncomfortable, like sitting at your panel? He's like, yeah, it felt a little odd. I'm like, okay. I yeah. Felt- Cause you weren't that hot. You weren't much higher than everyone. Right. Or, so, or like, were you, were you on a higher stage? Like a, a very much higher stage? Um, like it actually, didn't feel like there's as much separation no, between w- you two c- as like, as you and the audience as I would expect. Right. It wasn't like a, I didn't get like the big stage, yeah, which yeah. is what. Uh, and of course, you're not. We're, we're not expe- yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think we don't need that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So like, I was just kind of weird. So I'm like, okay. Like, I just took the mic and I was like, kind of like leaning back and like just talking like this. And then I stood up for a sec. I watched. I watched. I'm yeah. Walking around. Yeah. You know, I'm walking around, and I'm like, I got up. Like, I felt more comfortable. Yeah. I think I was. It must have been like nerves too. But if you were there, I probably would have sat down. Yeah. Because no, we're talking. Yeah. It would have been awkward. Right, yeah. right. So, and I, I, I think I nailed the intro. I, th- I think I did it really well. You did. From I, I listened. Um, I had some critiques of myself. I, I felt I like another version of the podcast. I mean, like I don't think my between myself in like actuality and me on the podcast. And I would say the same thing for you. Absolutely. I don't think there's much difference in between our normal selves and us on the podcast. Our conversations are pretty much the same. Right. Yeah, I, might, not... I might overblow things a little sure. bit. Uh, and same but here, like, yeah. I, I do that normally. Absolutely. No, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's not really much separation in that regard. Right. So, but I felt like a, di- I, I felt very different. Well, I felt like I was kind of, I was like, you know, I was enunciating a lot more, like kind of like yelling. You know I, what, you know what does that to you, Gooch? Nerves. The stage. Yeah. You're right. No, genuinely. Right, like you're, right. you're up in front of an audience. You haven't really done that before. Yeah, I've done it's one speaking going, engagement. Yeah, like this you at, at my college. You are, you're going to be overly analytical of yourself and, and overly too. stimulated, yeah. and you're going to be you want to be presenting, speaking the best way you can. So you're going to really enunciate things and stuff like that. Right. I do think you being alone on the stage is going to do that too. I think there, me, if if it was us two having a conversation, it would be a bit different. I think if we were both on the the stage and we both couldn't hear, I think it would have been worse. It would. Yeah. I was true. thinking about it because mm. I think why I was yelling and talking really loud because you felt like you had to compensate. As I couldn't hear myself yeah. talk. Yeah. Where you know down here there's I'm you know. It's normal. Yeah. I can hear myself talk. I can hear you talk. And one of the other things that I kind of, well, 
not struggled with, but I wasn't used to was I was the only one up there. Yes. So I was, I, there was no one else. And even the Q and it, well, I keep calling it q and I mean, that's kind of what it is. The, you know, the back and forth section. I was the, talking to people. So I got a few seconds. The to, crowd involvement. Right. Portion, I got yeah. a few seconds to like sit and kind of like think and like collect myself for a second. Um, but I really didn't get all that much time to think about what I was going to say and like kind of process what I just said. Or when you're talking, I can think about what I'm going to say next, listen to you and kind of like compose myself for a second. I didn't have that, you know, that luxury. I think you're describing why most podcasts at least have two people. There's a, you know what I mean? Podcasts like I, with one person is a, it's is rare. A, is an, There's is a, a is an interesting Tim Dillon does his by himself, but he kind of has his producer that he talks to a little bit, but it's mostly like him there, going. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, like, you know, it's, he's sitting there like in the room. Bill Burr does like a, a, his Monday morning podcast where I think he literally just talks to himself and goes through some news. It can be done, but it's very, it's, it's a certain art. And I, I do think it would have been much different for you if, if we were having it more conversational versus you just going up, you know, saying what you, your, your spiel of about what you believe the the remake should be and then just kind of pushing it to the, the right. audience and i and i i think i got that done in like 10 minutes i did my thing yeah. so like i turned it over and i guess we have about so like the most of it is the talking audience. to the audience yeah. and even the first guy gets up there i'm like i can't fucking hear him i'm like yeah. and i so chaz with you know the editing magic kind of edited a lot of me being, being like, like huh I need what? You to repeat yourself. Yeah. i'm like no, you need to put that mic like in your yeah, face. I can't hear like you, I yeah. cannot, and I felt so bad. No, because you're just trying to yeah. ask like most people. Dustin like, hey, was I'm the sure. only person who came up and like because he knew he knows how to talk into a mic. It's, and it's clear that like people don't know. And you were having etiquette. issues, yeah. Like he, he knew. And, like, I don't he blame. could see that you were having issues hearing. Obviously, so right. That's, so yeah. he's talking loud. He's trying to compensate. So and the help issue you out. with the stage is the speakers were facing towards the crowd, but there were no speakers coming back to me. So you so, had not. Yeah, it's all going out in front of you. The panel to the left and the right of me were both loud i could both hear them yep. really well and that was an issue because i had a lot of trouble like focusing that's also another Dude. thing we don't podcast with two podcasts next to us right you so i'm I mean? like so. sitting there and i'm like fucking looking this guy dead in the eyes and i'm like really trying like, to yeah, listen just perking your ears as much really as you can. trying to listen and what what kind of made it worse too is like oh he's talking about a game like i've never heard of and i'm so like that's not really yeah. trying to listen and like really trying to like Try and find something that you can continue the conversation on. That wasn't the hard part. I think I did that fine. And I got a lot of people were kind of saying uh, in the comments and like to me that I'm like, dude, it sounded like you really knew what you were talking about. Even when when, like somebody came up to you with a game that you didn't know. And I'm like, yeah, I I try, you know, and I appreciate that. We know how to fake it till we make it. Because when I was up there, I was like, oh, shit, I don't. Well, because all you really you you know video games. So you can so you can understand when someone's trying to do it explain a video game to you very well right. like that, that, that you nintendo can, yeah. boom moment was i it was so funny even in the moment i was like yeah was good. Was like, good. this yeah. is so on brand yeah get me yeah uh, <laughs> that's good yeah and, and one of my biggest fears was like okay like when i when i turn it over to the audience like am i gonna have a big line and i had a big line no it's good man i had a fucking big line and we got through all of them um and it felt like really nice to like have that back and forth and i think i i had like eight minutes to fill um and we, I kind of had like went to the audience at the end a little bit, and we were just like talking about like remakes that were out that people liked, and really quickly. And then I did my outro, and I was done. Forty-five minutes. Um, the podcast ended up being like forty-one minutes. I don't think I finished early though. I think I like I, actually, I think I finished like two minutes early. Gotcha. And I was just like, I'm just gonna end it here. Yeah. Um, I got the five-minute sign. You know, yeah. I felt like cool, and I was yeah. just like, you know, I saw in the back, and I was like, 
done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. What's funny is going to like the Q and A of it, the Tomba thing that blew up over the week. That is hilarious. Tomba one got is getting like a a remaster. And Dustin and came up to like fuck with you with that. He wasn't right? fucking with Not me. Not but like it was having, one that you didn't know very well, right? Well, or so, or like he knew that it was he one knew that you that I knew that. Like he liked Tomba, yeah. So he kind of like went up there, had his own fun, but we also had fun together. He's and he's like, yeah. I'm like, I was totally like, you know, like being like f- kind of fucking around with with that entry, but I knew you would like get the joke. And I'm like, yeah, that was funny because I don't think yeah. he's like, I don't think the crowd picked up on it. Yeah, no, like, that was that no, was a, that I don't was a think sa- they did either. That was a sacred moment. On yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, after a state of play, and it's so funny because that conversation was like. Sony's going to save it for a rainy day when they're at rock bottom. And what happened the day before? The Activision Blizzard King thing went through, and Sony the next day announces it out of nowhere. That I'm like, so in, the, funny, in their man. lowest of lows. I'm like, this is so funny. And that clip kind of circulated on Twitter. Yeah, we got and, a few uh, likes and stuff. Uh, great yeah, it stuff. Went, went a little viral, which yeah. was cool. Um, but yeah, so the panel was finished. I got off the stage, and I immediately was like, I wasn't sure it was good. I it's think tough I was just, when you're in the middle of something like that. This, yeah. like high of like like anxiety, stress, the just being up on stage. Like I really I like got off and I like went up to like it was like Casey, Chris, Dustin, Dagan, and like the rest of the last sand guys. And you know, a few people took some business card, it was nice. That's I good. wish I had a little bit more time to like sit there and like talk sure. to people because yeah. people like came up and like were were talking to me and I'm like, I gotta rush off because this other panel is like coming on. Yeah. I was like kind of wish I had a little bit more time to like sure. just like leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm like, how did I do? And Dagan's like, dude, you were a rock star. And I was like, oh my god. That's awesome. So, man. Yeah. I can hear his voice. Yeah. You are a rock star. Dustin, Dustin and Dang being there didn't make me more nervous, but I like I as people that I like sacred last Stand media is kind of like my main podcasts. Now I listen sure. to like all their stuff. So having them there, people I listen to listen to me in person. I mean, Dustin's been on. I before. mean, having <laughs> Dustin on the podcast was still one a very surreal moment. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, I'm it's like, cool. dude, I'm like, it meant a lot to me. It, it was it was cool, but it didn't make me more nervous either. It's not no, like that's I was good. Like, well, ner- because like Dustin was front row. Well, too. but then also I think Dustin, you know, we especially now, especially you, you've had m- many more interactions with him, and you, you guys are yeah. very much on friendly terms right now. So or, or at this point, so. <laughs> Yeah, like, we're, yeah. We're, we're pals. Yeah, we're pal- yeah, yeah, good old pals. Yeah, but, but, um, but I came off and everyone was like, yeah, you did you did good, man. Yeah, dude, uh, that's like, awesome. I Ka- listened to the whole thing. I commend you. It was and, amazing. And Casey was like, Casey told me, and I, oh, I told them, I'm like, act like I don't know you. <laughs> don't yeah. come up here and act like I know you. Like, I just don't want it to make it seem like... Um, but you know, I fill I filled the stage. Yeah. Like, like, most of the chairs were full. Like, there were probably, like, I would say 20 to 30 people, maybe 40, That's 20 awesome. to 40 people, yeah. like on the low side and the high side. But yeah, it, it went really well. And the podcast, once we put it up, did really well. I, you know, Chaz editing yeah, it's that at was 250 great. right now. Because that would have been a tough edit for me to turn around. So it was better to just kind of we really appreciate hire it, yeah. him and pay him and just be like, you deal with it. Get it done. Yeah, because that would have been like a, I would have been like a lot. For, for me sure, to, for me to do, because yeah. um, it was just such a different production. It was they had a second recording too, just in case, right? Which was nice. At least um, it wasn't, of yeah, course, but as never, nice. But they never emailed me. I assume it. they probably were waiting for you. They probably right, were going to have you right. email. But yeah, because yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't trust. You know, immediately I was like, yeah, I don't trust that it's going to be good because we had four, three different Kanga, uh, um, three different Kanga. Oh my god, 
three different camera angles. One that was just me straight on. One that was kind of like a view of everything from the back. And then the one and that Chaz was... Chaz did it all by himself? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely doable by Sure. By I mean, he knows what he's doing. I mean, he's, he's, it's his job. I get it. Right. <laughs> right yeah, that's his yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. But like for us to like, and like to give you the perspective, for us to produce that on top of like doing like, uh, like a... Be regular, on stage yeah, yeah. like that is a lot. No, it's true. It, you it forget. I forget about the too editing much. too. Be that's way, true, and, right. and it is great. That, that's awesome how he did cut out all those kind of hems and haws that you that you felt like you were getting because of the sound and things. So, Chad, seriously, if you're watching, we really appreciate you. Thanks, Cos. Appreciate it. Really, it. really great stuff. I, I, don't know, I don't know who else you would have really hit up for that. To be honest, right. I got him away from his kid and his wife, for, for <laughs> and you paid him for it. Yeah, so that's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, and he got Are a free we, yeah. badge, which is nice. That we didn't have to buy him the badge. That is, um, that oh, yeah, that, well, that, that was at least the thing that worked out a little bit about that, that we could just give him the badge. Right. Good stuff. Anything else? Was there anything we will do we, next year you would like to do different if we get it? Obviously, me being there would be nice. I, I guess I'm going to be more aware of the production of it. Sure. Because I'm like, if it's the same stage setup, I'm like, ugh, like, is there a way we I can, like, turn like the speakers those, yeah. around so I can, Do like, some hear? type of hear thing, like, of any kind? Yeah, like... yeah. Yeah, of sound control. And, and of like kind. again, like like content wise, no. Obviously, we're just gonna have to no, do of a, course. Di a different topic. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, and we'll, uh, production. We'll, we will hopefully ends. be there. Uh, the dates are already announced. Is again, it's again the end of. And June. I have blocked off my calendar, so I will yeah, definitely be so there. We, Regardless, I, I want to go. It, even if, even if we're not doing a panel, too many I want to go next wants year. Wants us to be there. We'll fucking be there. Absolutely. You know yeah. I mean? We'll have the um, full force of the Delco Nerd Network this time. So as well. it, so after the panel, Casey and Chris left. Um, Dagan and Dustin were gonna go prepare for theirs. I went back to my car, put my put my stuff that I had for the panel away, went back into the con, and just sat there and like absolutely decompressed. Yeah. No, not basked. No, I, I mean, yeah, like, I was so decompressed. Is a socially word. worn out. Yeah. Um, like, your battery has been drained, and that, that that's pretty rare for me. I don't I don't like get like that. Like I'm pretty extroverted. I don't like my sure. But like I was like, dude, I don't want to talk to anybody. So I just sat there and like I, I it, like there was like an hour to kill and then eventually some like the sacred guys the last hand listeners came and by and we were sitting together and then Dustin and Dagan came in and then we went to their panel and then uh, we went to dinner again we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and uh, we had a, a more people different crowd um, and then Sunday I just went back I did my last rounds on my own. I got an autograph, another autograph from a Metal Gear Solid guy, Quentin Flynn. He plays Raiden, gotcha. um, and he's in some other stuff, mm -hmm. Kingdom Hearts as well. Um, yeah, and I think I made some like last minute purchases. I didn't make a total day out of it. I was totally like spent though. Like I'm just like I've seen so many nerds right now. I don't want. I don't want anything. It's too many. Yeah, uh, too many fucking nerds. nerds this is ridiculous. <laughs> like so I need. Funny. I need to get the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, that was that was too many games. It was. Yeah, sounds it, like a great weekend, man. It was man. quite an experience. Big, yeah, long weekend. I haven't conned that hard. I feel like since New York Comic Con. <sighs> Because we, I don't I think we've done a local weekend. Nah, actually, that's probably a lot. There's probably been like one or two like little right, things. Right, because like even the comic. But that was the biggest one I think I had done personally. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, if if not you as, as well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. I, I think the Philly Comic so Cons cool. are pretty doable. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I would love to get back to the New York Comic Con at one point. But with the way I the fucking everything's going right now, who knows Dude, this one this San year? San Diego even... Comic Con is probably going to be it's fucked. It is absolutely. I shit think it's show. probably it, it is like there's so there's no no not the a single movie can, be can there. do press. Apparently, well they can do press in weird ways. Apparently, uh, Disney is doing a red carpet with <laughs> carrot with with just like 
made up characters for the for the show. I I can't remember what's what? coming out. So, so it'll be like like street performers as like the the witch from oh, Disenchanted and stuff fuck, like that. What, what is this, Disney World? Are you yeah, kidding no, me? No, that's because they can't pay. Oh, that's they won't do so the, fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah, that's not the crowd. There was for a that. Dune a, a Dune panel was they canceled, canceled. At, yeah. at SDCC. So. Yeah. So what? Tell me about uh, Seattle. How was your vacation? It was fun, man. I, you know, nothing too crazy for for a Jersey Shore trip. The weather was kind of sucky when we first got yeah, down there, it was a pretty but shitty weekend. we had a good time. It, I, we I, all partied hasn't indoors. Hasn't changed much since that. Well, I, well, it broke on Friday, and then we had a few good hours on Friday, and then Saturday it was awesome all day. So it ended up for so most the, of the, it being pretty. You well. You just weren't at the beach on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah, we didn't make it, and uh, Thursday we didn't make it on because it was raining all day. Actually, that's not true. We did walk on the beach when it was cloudy. But you didn't, rain but we didn't really like right. hang on the beach uh that night we just hung in played some drinking games hung out it's just you know the crew so we were all getting into a bit of debauchery and then we went out to uh no some of us went out to dinner on thursday night but then some of us went to uh the princeton and avalon have you ever been there no very cool uh venue uh they had it's live like music and stuff yeah it's a bit of a club they also had like live music a band going in the next room which was like fucking awesome the drinks were very expensive, as they are. But oh, I will give them it. They it's were, an Avalon. Yeah, yeah, they were heavy fucking drinks. I got a tequila sunrise. It was a tequila. A tequila. Yeah, it was tequila with a little bit of sunrise in it. It was so oh heavy. God. It was insane. If I got a Long Island. I, I got been sh- done. I was shit faced, but uh, we made it back. That was the last night. I actually I wasn't too bad because then I couldn't have driven home the next morning. That was Sunday been. night. That was Saturday night. Oh, okay. Sunday we left. Uh, <laughs> Other than that, man, it was just a great relaxing weekend. The weather ended up getting better. Just a bunch of uh, games at night and stuff like that. Hit the bars. It was a nice relaxing weekend away, for sure. Yeah, so I'm going to Brigantine. Um, we stayed there last year, which was great. It's just they don't have many like bars and stuff to go to, but if you're going to just hang out, the then yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah so like, I'm, I'm going uh, next Sunday to... I think it's the 24th to the 28th. So I'm nice. going there from like Sunday to Friday. Yeah. So the week. Yeah. The but house yeah. we stayed in was interesting. I was telling you this before. It was like very mountain house aesthetic for yeah, some reason. And like sure. nature-y. Shore, shore houses are always like stereotypically like that shore vibe. I was telling you there's like these weird moldings of like melons. I don't know what they are. I assume they're melons. It was very odd. But it was a really good weekend. A relaxing one that I definitely needed. So I appreciate you taking the reins on your own. Yeah, doing yeah. a hell of a good job. Seriously. Yeah, I but, can't. Uh, I can't wait to do it with you next year. I can't wait to be. Or, I, or maybe I can't do, wait maybe, to just be there. Period. Because I want to just go to the con regardless of even if right. we're, we're doing it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess we'll probably try to apply to Fan Expo again. Like, yeah, why I, not? I wouldn't see, see, what happens, I wouldn't see why but, not. I just was like, I kind of wish they just respected our time. Exactly. I agree. Like then I'm mean, like, oh, you coming? You doing this? I'm be like, dude, like this is a week before. This is a week before. Yeah. Yeah. This is like on. This is a, a little unprofessional. Yeah. I, I absolutely. Um, well, I think they're just like they're just going down a list. Like we said, just, yeah. uh, after someone canceled. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna be in bringing teen, and I plan on doing absolutely nothing. That's great. I man. plan on eating and hanging out on the beach. And fam like, or friends? Uh, f- uh, family. I'm just going with my sister and my dad. Oh, nice. Um. Yeah. Which is not. You know, my parents are divorced, so like sure. fa- family trips are a little different. Yeah. 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 It's like you know, it's it's not re- like especially since my parents have been divorced. It's like it's like weird. I think, like, we've done it back and forth, but it's just, like, I was, like, okay, like, if we get a house and we're fine and we kind of, like, I don't like going down the shore and being in a hotel. I agree. I don't like it. Because you feel very, like, you feel like it's a vacation. Yeah, definitely When you're down more. the shore at a house, you kind of feel like. It's a like, vacation, but you're home in a way, a weird way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It, it feels, you have a house. You have those right, creature comforts. It feels comforts. different. So, I got, I guess, did you see me bring this over here? 
I know I didn't. I so I got the backbone. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. I got the backbone on at Prime Day. And this is for Android, so I'm going to get Game Pass Ultimate. And see how it and goes. And I'm going to do yeah. cloud streaming on my phone so I can play some games down there. So, but that will... Does it stream it from your yeah. Xbox? Or Backbone. does it stream it from, like, their no, servers? It's, it's a, it is not streaming from the console. That's what I thought. So, okay. like, with PlayStation, and I can do this with... I can use this with PlayStation. Yeah. It's, it, like, the, I think my console Xbox, has to be in yeah, rest mode. Yeah, that's what I thought. But with to turn Xbox, it, on. it is true cloud streaming where it's like okay there's it's your off their save, servers there's over the game. in microsoft yeah. it's on your phone it has nothing to do with your console got at it, your got house it. interesting and i'm yeah i'm looking forward to like putting this together and i'm gonna have that's to, cool man and i'm gonna you know i'll finally have a game pass ultimate after all like my years of resisting but absolutely I'm, I'm you'll become one of us yeah i'm looking forward to breaking that in and seeing how we do and plus i've been traveling a lot more i'm going to iceland in september which yeah man that's gonna be cool i'll talk a lot a little bit now and i'm sure we'll talk about it later but yeah the death stranding inspired iceland trip on my own that's gonna be awesome man um, you're gonna have a good time it's a, it's a scenic as hell i yeah, mean it's gonna it's gonna be fucking um interesting and i i i, I kind of like i design not designed the trip like this but i was kind of like i want to have like a very like different kind of experience and sort of put myself in like an existential crisis mode where i'm just like dude i'm like traveling a country like on my own like i have a rental no that's like, different I'm, i mean I'm, like, dude that's it's cool to do and, i mean yeah, i know brendan you know brendan bradley he yeah, did he did he did uh, a backpacking trip across Europe by himself, staying in a bunch of hostels. That's and stuff. a lot different than no, what I'm absolutely doing. no. I mean, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's in, it's similar in the vein for sure. Yeah, I mean, but, you're definitely, but well, still, it's it, yeah. That is that stuff. Like I don't when know if I, I can when ever I, do. When I've been telling people about this trip, they're like, "Really? Yeah." And they're like, "Wow!" Mm. I'm like alone, like doing a trip alone anywhere is a big deal. But like Iceland's very safe. No, oh, um, uh, I wouldn't be. Like, yeah, I'm you not couldn't worried, choose. But yeah. like, uh, friend of the show, Matt Spurrier, he did a trip to egypt alone that is that is a choice that takes some balls man and like in hostels i'm like yeah. i don't know if i feel comfortable doing that and i'm i'm not staying in hostels or anything in iceland i'm staying in like now that's nice some hotel. wanderlust yeah i'm uh, i'm yeah. kind of i'm like putting some money out there for this but that's like, cool man you know this is the time to do it this is the time like, of your life i couldn't imagine i'll ever do a trip alone i mean you know who, who knows yeah maybe i'll do a trip alone again but like you know after this, I'm not. I don't plan on doing another trip alone. I'm like, sure. hopefully, want to try to like buy a house, <laughs> get a new job. And that buy would be a house. optimal. That's, Absolutely, that's the optimal scenario. But we'll, you know, we'll. The only thing I have left to plan is actually like meals, which means if like I guess I got to make reservations at a restaurant if if anything like that. But like that's it. Everything else is planned. Sure. Um, and I'm sure that's stuff, like meals. You could probably find a restaurant. I assume and shit like like how do restaurants work there? Do you need re like reservations? See, stuff yeah, that's what I know. I'm like, what do I, I'm like? I'm do I really? Like, have to, I'm like, you're I'm gonna see a lot of kids outside there. What? I, I think it's Iceland. Yeah, they leave their children outside to sleep in the cold weather because it's good for them. What? They, I believe it's Icelandic people. Maybe it's I, maybe it's a different Nordic country. I don't think I'm gonna see kids. They leave that. their children outside of their homes to sleep because the out sleeping outside is supposedly good for them for their naps. And they leave them outside of like restaurants and stuff like that, and you'll just like walk by and there will just be children in their carriages sitting outside, and like no one's afraid they're gonna get like. I think it's Iceland. If not, it's a, it's a Nordic you know. country. If I see them, I'll let you know. Please do. I'd be very <laughs> curious. Yeah, but that's in September, so we still got a little ways for that. But dude, August it's so funny. I have nothing going on in August. No, me neither. I have like uh, a few I mean, that was basically my that was my only vacation of the summer, really. That's you know, what, yeah, like, you know so. what's funny, and I know we're going long, but I don't care. I'm I'm kind of enjoying this a little bit. We'll get to our topic. You know, we got the timestamps in there. You figured we do. The fuck we out. do. We haven't talked about D and D yet, like yeah. the fact that we started playing it again. Absolutely, and. and 
we're on a little bit of a hiatus right now because of scheduling, but it's well, but it's summer. Everyone's going on vacations. I like it's, it's tough. Penza's taking a lot of fucking golf trips. I gotta, I gotta. Give well, it listen, to him. man, I, I would do the same if I could. So I can't really hate on him. No, I'm not but, hating yeah. on him. But I'm just like, <laughs> of course, no, I know you're <laughs> that. His story with this this kid <laughs> it was probably like the weirdest thing ever. I'm like, what? What's happening? Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> Penza, man, he, he. I love his tweets. They get me all the time. He was just tweeting. He's like, Missouri, I'm inside of you, and he would tweet something like that. But, uh, yeah, but hopefully we'll get back in D and D soon. Yeah, dude, it's been um, a lot of fun. fun. Mike Mandel, Mike Mandel, friend of the show, he's yeah. been on before. An old high school chum of ours, uh, yeah. we, we knew from high school, so it's yeah. been really cool of him to to take us under and, and be our new DM. We've been we've been really trying to get back into it for a while. Yeah, well, we, we've we've had two sessions, session zero and session one, so we like we're barely into yeah. it. Yeah, um, but yeah. The way he DMs is like absolutely like masterful. It's just cool. Well, I, I just like the way he sets up his world and the way of it's like he's had his history continuously building for like as long as he's made this world. Like right. he, he, he has, has maps his, and he has his show. own Middle Earth that he's been building on top of with each campaign. That's a good way to put it. So it's really cool. I really like that a lot. Shout out to Mike Mandel. We appreciate your time. Our good DM. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So let's get into the normal what we've been doing, playing, watching trio. Go for it. All right. I've been watching a lot of documentaries, to be honest, with really? the old lady. I know you hate it when I say that. I really don't <laughs> like when he says lady. It's just like, I'm like, just your girlfriend, like, Tamira, you your partner, just, whatever you want to yeah, say. Like, yeah, like anything else. So, <laughs> uh, the other night we actually watched this movie on Netflix called Vivarium. It's with Jesse Eisenberg and another British actor that I don't know that was Jesse. very well. That was Lex. It's pretty good. Okay. I, I enjoyed him in it. Uh, it's like this couple that's looking for a house and they go to this realtor and he takes them to this like weird like scenic neighborhood development that's like literally is just the same house repeating and he like leaves them there and they can't escape like every time they try and drive off they just keep ending up back at the same house and it's like them kind of losing their mind and and going through all the shit and like they're given this baby that they have to take care of and if they take care of it they'll be really I enjoyed it a lot. It's only like it's only Jesse Eisenberg. It it seems like it was definitely filmed during the pandemic. Now that I'm thinking about it, actually, mm-hmm. it's literally Jesse Eisenberg, his like wife, uh, and his character is the wife, and the like realtor who takes them there, who's this like really weird and creepy guy. But uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I would definitely recommend it. Very thrillery. Also, another one I watched on Netflix, Tau, T A W. No, the it's about this uh, woman in the future. She gets kidnapped by the scientist. For these to develop this AI, uh, and she like breaks out, and it goes a very interesting way. I almost don't want to give away too much. I mm-hmm. would hi- I would actually recommend really. So I, checking I just it have out. a question. Yeah. When you guys are watching shit, are you just going on Netflix and be like, "This looks cool," or like this randomly? Looks that's that's what that seems is, to happen sometimes. That is such a way I don't consume. Gooch, content. I hate doing it. I'm, we hate. I, I, I am I know. so calculated. With every move I make, I usually I, am too. Gooch, I gotta say, my free times most, unless it's a sh- like a Marvel show or something that I'm playing video games. I rarely like to like with with my girlfriend. We want we're hanging out and watching stuff a lot, but I I hate looking like that. I know exactly I never do it. And I don't tough. understand. I'm like, you just sit there and look for something to watch. You need. How do you to, not know what you want to do? I put well because again, you kind of go through everything. There are certain things you want to watch. Maybe we'll rewatch some things, but every once in a while, you know, we want to search for something. So what I'm starting to do now is I want to put on a time limit. I like put it on t- like two minutes. We search for two minutes and whatever we're even sort of thinking by the end of that two minutes, we just start it because we okay. can just keep looking forever. But uh, no, I, Tao, I got to say, very interesting. Some of the CGI betrays it here and there, but I don't think they lean heavily enough on it to really make it 
annoying. Uh, but I would, I would definitely recommend checking that out. It's on Netflix. I believe it's a Netflix docu- uh, or movie. Documentary-wise, I watched two. Number one, I think this one you'll appreciate. Wham. Like uh, George Michael? Like George Michael. The yeah. documentary on Netflix. Dude, uh, It's very good. Careless Whisper, baby. That's our song. They wrote that like before they even formed Wham. Like it Careless was one Whisper? of their first songs that they wrote. Oh, it's fucking. And it's, it's, like, it's an immaculate it's like song. And it's so song. funny because they were like, we knew this was a fucking hit. And yeah, like, it's, oh yeah. And they were right. And it's so, a very cool documentary. Well, I will it's say. still like a closeted George Michael song. Yeah, which absolutely. is interesting. Well, I mean, he, he like, didn't come out. And, well, he was kind of forced to come out because he, he got, didn't come out until after Wham. Yeah, it was in ninety. It was like ninety nine or something like that. He was I think forced to come out. Didn't well, he? so he got he scandal proposed, right. Yeah, he like, I think he was trying to find like a prostitute in a in a in an airport, and it was a cop. It was an undercover cop, and then he had and he like came out on CNN and and like. He, he, he came out. That's a shame. Uh, which, yeah, I know he talks about that in it. And, like, they have interviews with him and oh, the others. He, it's not... So it's interesting. They never show him and the other... I forget the other guy's name. He was actually really cool. From, sad. It's sad. <laughs> and, and it sucks because throughout the whole documentary, they're talking about how he was kind of always the... Like, how you just a kind of riding George Michael coattail? You know what I mean? And But, I mean, he did a lot of good stuff. And it, he, is and he, he was, still alive? No, he died too, I think. So I, I'm pretty confident. So they, it's really all a bunch of archival footage... And, and interviews with them talking and you never see them but it's all them speaking over like things going on in like old home movies and apparently uh, the other guy's mom made scrapbooks like over the course of the whole like time that they were together so they have all these like uh, you know cutouts and things from it so it was a very upbeat and fun uh, docu- documentary I would highly recommend it especially for you if you're, if you're interested one night and then the last one was the American Gladiators one on Netflix it very interesting. It was a five episode series about American Gladiators and like how it came to be and like, like the show. Yeah, and and like how much of a phenomenon it was, phenomenon it was back in the day, and like what went into it and all the crazy shit that happened and how fucking unsafe it was at first, and then it just like took off and like the steroid kind of scandals. I was like, and yeah, stuff. yeah, it's a weightlifting thing, right? Well, so it would be regular contestants would come on every week to face the American Gladiators in like different. Uh, it's kind of like American Ninja Warrior, like where all that came from right, and things like, like that. Agility and stuff, and like they're stuff. like they'll be like fighting on top of two pikes with like two uh, what are they called the um, bow staff bow staff and things like that and, and like the Q tips. Remember from yeah yeah yeah. Uh, it was really cool and honestly, it seems like one of those things that uh, if they didn't cancel for no good reason, it might still be around today. And and it really did inspire so many of these like TV shows we see now. I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was probably one of my favorite things I've watched in the past couple weeks. But the last cool. thing. Here. It's a lot of different stuff. Yeah, yeah I it has. Like uh, I, I've been trying to write because I watch a lot of stuff and I always forget to write it down, especially when me and yeah, Tamara's watching. You gotta it. write it down. So, <laughs> the last thing I've been really playing, I mean, t- uh, Tears of the Kingdom, which we talked about in our full review, which you can watch right now. Uh, also, GTA 3. Yeah, I noticed. D- was that because of Colin? Colin talk? mentioned it on the podcast and then I yeah, also Colin realized. Sacred uh, Symbols. Yeah, on Sacred Symbols, he mentioned I was playing. And I was like, huh. I never did finish that because I finished. I got the trilogy and I played Vice City and San Andreas, and I oh, started. Oh, never played and three. I, no, never well, I played it. it when I was younger, and I have these very vague memories of it. And then, yeah, I never got to finish it when the trilogy came out, and it's been really kind of surreal going back and playing. And why? Like, just because it's one of the first memories of video games I think I truly have. Really? Is, yeah. Like there's things GTA that I GTA three. Yeah. I, I, I just remember getting the Banshee from the automobile dealership. It was like weird, like unlocking like deep memories in certain weird respects. But uh, it's been really fun to play very hard. You can tell it's of that generation where 
they weren't overly difficult. Not yeah. even yes, yeah, sometimes for sure, but it, it makes it fun. And there are certain missions where I was getting frustrated, but the voice acting still holds up pretty well. Obviously, What's the, the remaster in that game or any. I don't think any really. It, it's the later it's ones. Ray yeah. Liotta plays uh, the main character in Vice City. That's kind of where I think they start bringing in people, right. like more known actors. But then I think they actually pull back after that because they didn't love working with those really well-known people because they were kind of... Right. I'm sure back then with games, it was a little weird. Absolutely. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. There's a lot of mechanics in it that I didn't even realize were in it and that, like, reappeared in San Andreas. Like, there's a gang mechanic, which I find kind of annoying because you're just driving around the city the whole time and just the gangs are just shooting at you the (laughs) entire time. And, like, you just get fucked up, especially during missions. It makes it very hard. But, yeah, that's really kind of what I've been up to, Gooch. GTA 3 has been a lot of fun. Awesome. Definitely a time machine. What about you? Yeah, so I'll follow your order. I'll do movies and shows first. So Superman and Lois finished up. Uh, totally done? No. Oh, it's getting another season. season. Right, okay, yeah, it's yeah. It's getting yeah. another season. So this is like the last remnants of the CW. Call from Dad. Why, why is my... <laughs> that was weird. I've never seen that happen before. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, it's coming through the speaker. It's my Google oh, Home. Uh, but I don't know. My phone is on Do Not Disturb. Maybe it's because it's connected to the... Maybe it's because my phone's on Do Not Disturb. Mm. Anyway, thanks, Dad. Appreciate it. (laughs) Um, Superman and Lost. Yeah, yeah, so it's the last CW DC show before it's done. Gotham Knights got canceled. This is it. We have one more season, I guess. Uh, And this season was pretty good. Um, you You know what's funny? I like this show because of, like, the... The not Superman of it. I think I I like the characters and stuff because it's like Lana Lang and her family. It's a character show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not there it, for it, the it, big punches and It's not bangs. like Arrow yeah. where it's like the villain of the week. There's like a, a whole season arc. And I, the show is like, if you haven't seen it, it's really structured differently than those typical. It feels like very different from show. a regular CW show. Absolutely. Right, right. And like we ended the season with uh, Michael Cutlets who plays Abraham in The Walking Dead. He's Lex Luthor. And he's like a very metal Lex Luthor, I kind of like it. It's very different. And he gets out of jail because Lois put him there. And he, like, creates a doomsday out of a bizarro, bizarro Superman from another Earth. Mm. So that was, like, last season. And I guess, like, his you find out, like, during the season, like, his body, like, the government has it. And Lex gets a hand of it. And, like, the season ends with, like, spoilers. Because I, I know you're not gonna watch yeah. it. Uh, I've seen the I've seen the yeah, videos. Like I would love Doom, I, I might b- watch it. Bizarro point, Doomsday Superman beat like you know like Death of Superman kind of. Do they have a full fight though? It doesn't like freeze frame. Is there like do you no, see they, the fight? fight? You do okay. Yeah, all right, yeah, all right, all right, all right. yeah. I didn't it, know it if looks, that was like a tease for the next one. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. Um, from what I saw, you know, I'm it like because if the show ended like that, it would have been bad. I don't know if James Gunn kind of recognized that and be like, we can't. Well, I think yeah to finish. The only thing that sucks about this season is the guy who plays uh, Jonathan. Chained. Chained, Chained right, yeah. And it's just like, I can't do this. This is so weird. It, it's weird, yeah. yeah. It's just a totally different, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like a tragedy happened and I can kind of get over it. It's like he just kind of like left, left the, the role, show, yeah. which sucks. But yeah, that finished. Another Superman thing, My Adventures with Superman, Heard which is pretty on good. Max and uh, Adult Swim. Very good. Not very adult. I don't know why it's on Adult Swim. You know Adult Swim is on earlier now? It's mm-hmm. on at like 7. I, what was it used to, used to be on? Like nine. That's why I would have said eight. Yeah, like I would have guessed it's, eight all, or nine. it's on earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, you know, I've only watched the first two episodes. I think the third one came out this weekend, and it's I love the animation style. It's really cool. It's like Jimmy, Lois, and um, Clark are like interns at the planet. Makes and like sense. they're like so. 
young 20s it, and it's just it's different i like it it's a different take on superman it seems it like, like electric powers right or something or is no it like, that's or is it like um, that's just his power up or is that just his suit up or like i thought I, so, there's an electric villain and it's live wire uh, oh okay um and i think they're doing a suicide squad arc for this season huh. which is interesting because like again like superman is just coming to be but it seems like they're they're doing like a Suicide Squad thing, which is interesting. No, that I, makes sense. Yeah, with yeah. The, with Superman, I feel like his villains are always so big. So like, I think that's like a a good like grounded way to start. I it would off. agree. Yeah. Um, I watched a movie called Perfect Blue. It's mm. an anime movie, um, based on a manga of the same name, and it is it's very different. It's not kind of what you expect. It's about um a pop star who shifts her career to become an actress and she is basically it's basically about like her anxieties and like her life choice changes around that and she's also getting stalked so it's a thriller kind of psychological horror okay you're kind of seeing a lot into her like psyche about like and so she like she's in this really popular like pop group and she changes and a lot of people are like oh yeah like i don't know if she's gonna be able to do this and you know she makes the change and she's on this show that's kind of like a like a, a a Law and Order SVU type gotcha. thing. Gotcha. Like a procedural and, law drama. Right. Yeah. And she's playing like a smaller character and um, she like, you know, she, she she has like one line at the start and then like she, uh, you know, her her uh, managers kind of get her a more role but they're like, oh, like we want to do this like rape scene and she does it and mm-hmm. it like kind of fucks with her um, and she... Like there's so again this whole time there's a guy stalking her and she's also having like she's like having like like there's something going on I'm not gonna spoil mm. it it's not as like clear as day and I think yeah. that's what's kind of interesting like mm. there's shit that goes on but um yeah like she and she starts doing like you know modeling and photography so she's being much more racier than she's used to being gotcha. very interesting very normal I was gonna thing. say it sounds Even like just a drama that's a an anime, an anime. Yeah. yeah and I watched it subbed and i think it actually because i was like looking there is a dub version of it but like it's not available anywhere on streaming Hmm. so i just watched it uh subbed and it was interesting and i think it added a little bit more because it's all in japan absolutely it's in the 90s too early internet which also plays into the narrative that it's like very early like you know like oh this is like someone like her manager explains like this is like a web page and they're like what what's a web page (laughs) yeah that's very cool indiana jones i saw which we reviewed yeah um I'm on season three of Clone Wars. Trucking um, along, I like it. Yeah, so, again, I'm still, the show is still not like, we've introduced Boba Fett as a kid, we've introduced Cad Bane, um, but like, the show is still like, just kind of doing its arcs. Absolutely. And its own thing, but like, you know, those are characters are getting established. That is most of that show. And, and Ahsoka was like, I'm like, Ahsoka was really not in season two of the show. I know season three, I think is where... Like I kn- she kind of turns a little bit to more, be more like a more liked character. Would you say? Yeah, but yeah, and they go through. Those I watched arcs it so long with ago. her and uh, Barris Offee. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I think that's where that starts because there's seven seasons. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to finish it for Ahsoka, and I'm actually kind of upset. I'm like, I I know for like I con- would just I'm like, I know you won't, I'm like, but you should, should just, just finish the last like the last three episodes. Like that's what you need to know. I, I know. And I'm like just, that's it. Well then, well if Rebels. Too. Yeah, there's stuff like, there, but you can the like the latest trailer. I mean, like, yeah. Tell me what you think about this. The trailer for the latest uh, for Ahsoka, it seems like it is Rebel season five. 
Well, they said not, that, I it mean, seems like less of an Ahsoka thing and more of a Rebels thing. Well, I think they are using Ahsoka as the vehicle to finish those as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's very much both in yeah. that way. Like, it yeah. seems very Ahsoka-focused, but also it seems like it can kind of give these characters that weren't able to be given a, a, a like a final sunset and an actual kind of payoff to them. Because we are kind of just left with them, like, in the dark as far as I remember. Right, right. And, you know, with Thrawn and, yeah, pretty big storylines, just, like, kind of unresolved. This um, is all Dave Filoni, man. I, I'm... I do like it. I like I, I just I enjoy the war aspect of it. I just I like how like Anakin and um, Obi-Wan are generals and I, I like you know, all the Jedi are. Um, and then like just seeing the clones interact. Like I just it's I cool. really dig. I think it's making me like the prequels even more. Cause just because I know. Yeah, for sure. Again, I, I think he built, a, he built a, a, a cool world in that. I just wish those movies uh narratively could match up to that personally but yeah absolutely i th i think that's just a cooler what they've done to build it after that is just cooler than especially what they've done with the prequels yeah, yeah. and the then sequels. last night i saw mission impossible dead reckoning part one par for the course good movie you enjoyed it tom yeah. cruise tom cruising you know what you mentioned that uh that uh vivarium movie you said was filmed during covid and obviously mission this movie's famously filmed during yeah. covid it doesn't feel like it was well, it, that's probably why it costs so much, a lot of money. Yeah, too. And, and, and I mean, this has been, you know, think about it. This was filmed in the probably like 2019 and 2020. Mm -hmm. And they pushed it back. Like, I, th I I guess he pushed it back last year because of he didn't want Top Gun. And he didn't, I guess, want his own movies eating themselves. I was going to say eating themselves out, but. Eating themselves up. Yeah. Out isn't right. No. Yeah. I was waiting for like a laugh. It's all right. It. <laughs> yeah, like it's okay. I it's just funny. was I was just accepting it. It's, nah, okay. it's okay. Eating it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, it was good. Haley Atwell, I I really liked her character. Very different for that kind for of her. movie. Uh, yeah, for, was it for her? Like do you feel like For her? I mean, she's not like a strong like, you know, stip like I feel like Peggy Carter is the strong woman character. She is very much not a strong woman in uh Dead Racking. That's sure. not a bad thing. Yeah. I just yeah. like, you know, she's uh, a thief. And she's thrusted into this world that she's like not used to. She's clearly not like Tom Cruise running at the at mock speed. No, that makes and, sense. You know, driving cars and chasing away. It's like okay, like she just barely knows how to fight. Yeah. Let alone do this. So hmm. it's pretty interesting to watch her like be in those situations in in the in the movie with like you know with with Big Tom. That's um, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I I think I do want to catch it in the theater, so I might try again next week. But we got Barbie coming up, so important things. Yeah, we do have Barbie coming up. Uh. I do have a oh, yeah, please. Yeah. games. Yeah. Um, so I platinumed Final Fantasy 2 um, and beat it, but I did them all. I did those things both at the same time. I can officially say that Final Fantasy 2 is the worst Final Fantasy. It is pretty bad. Gotcha. Um, it's good, but it's like, it's kind of like where a sequel decides to change things up, but not for the better. Sure. And it kind of just ruined They tried everything. new things, and it was the wrong things. The, the game really had you bopping around at different towns in the beginning, and you're, like, talking to people and bip-bopping and booping around. Like, bip like, boop bop yeah. It doesn't feel, like, very linear. You're, like, constantly backtracking. And I think the pacing of the game and the way the leveling system works is just very strange. And I didn't, I didn't really have this opinion before this game. Like, I played this game once before, like, years ago, and I'm like, yeah, this game is pretty bad. Like, it kind of makes sense why this, like, Final Fantasy is, like, really not talked about. Um, I platinum, or 100% Jedi Survivor. Fucking miserable. Dude, I, 
I didn't realize the bounties were bugged the entire game while I was playing. Oh, I didn't know that either. Because they stopped giving me them. Oh, and so you I had to go back and keep. So, so you finally found out what that end thing was with that. Yeah, with yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah, that yeah. was what I. I, ah, I was like, yeah, that's me. fine. I was like, whatever. I'm like, I don't care. No. Um, but yeah, I was just so, like, dude, like the amount of like. Like I was saying, I think I think on a I don't think I pla- did I platinum it on a review? I don't think so. I don't think you did. No. Um, yeah, because I wrote. Well, there it was here. one thing that you I remember the day of you were like complaining about it. They patched it. The, right? ba- yeah, the bounties. Yeah, bounties, and like yeah. the next day they patch. I'm like, thank fucking god. But I'm just like, dude, are you like the, the amount of backtracking and like like bit booping and bopping around to fucking finish this game? I was just like, I like just like the first one. I'm like, I just find this like this world very cumbersome to backtrack through sure. it just did not feel feel good at all especially when you're trying to get everything i could i could understand but like you don't need to get everything sure you don't need to get the seeds right you're saying and like, oh, like certain, most of the yeah. things you don't need to get all the lightsaber parts mm-hmm. like there's a lot of stuff like the game doesn't actually have you finished Make, yet yeah but it's just like what's the point of going back to get these stuff there's really none it's more just if you want to keep playing around uh, again like it I think I got exactly as much as I wanted out of going back and Did back you do New game. game Plus or no? No, not yet. I'll do that at some time down the down the line. Like right. like with God of War and stuff, I'll probably replay that right. next year or something. And I also finally finished 100% Midnight Suns. Nice. I'm fucking done, dude. <sighs> Another miserable fucking experience where... Um, Could you really make me want to like Achievement Hunt? I yeah, gotta say, I? like you really like get me excited to like... Do another miserable no not at all <laughs> you're like another fucking miserable fucking achievement from this fucking fuck yeah, uh the ff2 platinum wasn't that bad uh just the game was not that good yeah um but with midnight suns there was an issue with their dlc coming out and like all the achievements for every dlc was bugged so i couldn't earn them in my base playthrough i had to do a second playthrough anyway because there's like a karma system so you can do like a light choices dark choices yeah. so you have to do a playthrough where you reach maximum dark yeah so i had to do a new game plus to do that anyway but i'm also grinding out all the achievements for all these dlc characters which was ended up being more involved than getting the dark to 100 so i just like steamrolling through this to finish it but it's like dude all because of like a because like it was bugged i would have had these done in a normal playthrough Without having to go through all this, but the fucking shit was bugged. Yeah. So I had to like do extra shit. Um, but if you're gonna play Midnight Suns ever, I would get the DLC. With yeah, the game. no, that makes sense because because you you, it's all integrated into the game, right? Right. Yeah. 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 You just get more characters, no, and then yeah, there's I'd separate the... missions for them. And I'm like, if you if you finish the game, I don't feel like you're just gonna want to go back and play. Yeah. No, I buy. I just. I'd probably buy like the the big the one, ultimate yeah, the edition, ultimate edition, right, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's a version of that, but there should be. There probably. But yeah, I love. I really love Midnight Suns. We were thinking about reviewing that, but I think like enough it just time had, is bad. It's just, yeah, yeah, it kind of fell through the cracks. But yeah, I, I do. I do enjoy that game a lot. It's not. And I I didn't hate it because it was a it was a bad game. I hated it because like I just had to do so much extra work to, yeah. to get there. And last but not least, been playing Final Fantasy 16, which. I would say is probably my game of the year right now. Sure. I love it. It's so good. I might try it again. You really weren't vibing it. It just didn't... Ca- like, not that I hated it by any means or anything like that. Like, I was like, this is awful, because obviously it's not. I don't know. It just didn't make me want to spend $70 on it right Dude, now. Dude, I, I love the story. The Game of Thrones comparison is apt Very as hell. Apt, yeah. yeah, like, just very 
a, just exactly what they needed to say. Very, you know, like people are getting betrayed left and right. There's scandals, political drama. It's great. And the combat is fun. It's probably, it doesn't have enough RPG elements, though. And That's I'm, what I keep hearing. I, yeah, I heard people like, were wishing the combat was a bit more involved, too. I think the combat respects. is fine. It's the RPG. El- you know what's funny? We always talk about games that are not RPGs. having enough. Yeah, having too much RPG, RPG shit. El- and this is an RPG with not enough RPG elements. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's funny. Interesting. So, let's get to our topic. Uh, I'm not sure how long we'll go, but this has been something that's been cooking for a long time, and I've wanted to talk about this since House of the Dragon came out. Um, And what spurred this topic is watching that show and how enthralled and surprised I was by the quality of House of the Dragon. Sure. Because after Game of Thrones, we were all pretty low on uh, all things Westeros, and House of the Dragons was anything but bad. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we did our whole review on it, which you can check out. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a great show. They they did a stellar job. They brought in a cast that really kind of nailed what they needed to nail, and the story works very well. And I said this on the review, but it's a story about the patriarchy, which I can get behind. <laughs> about did you the say t- that? yeah, I think so. I was <laughs> I like, it that. is. It's a story about the terrible patriarchy. And guess what? It kind of worked actually. I didn't care. Uh, yes, but the sacred TV time slot, Gooch, What? does that entail so what does that mean the sacred tv time slot of course if you're thinking you're talking about house of the dragon i know when house of the dragon came on sunday 9 p.m and watching that show i was like holy shit i cannot wait until next sunday at 9 p.m to watch this fucking show to see what's gonna happen next sure i was like so elated i i don't think i've ever been that into a show in my life especially since we are we have a lot of content out and we're watching a i would lot say the last shows. time I'm, I, I i don't think it got nearly to the same level as game of thrones to me but it definitely was scratching that same itch of like everyone get together we're gonna watch uh house of the dragons but like dude i still do remember when game of thrones has come on we'd all we'd all convert and, and, and i and i, I want to talk about that yeah. I, I do want to hit what you're saying mm-hmm. but i i i started to notice i'm like not all shows popular shows big shows air at that time anymore sure like let's let's talk about disney they're they release shows on wednesday wednesday night i think it like i don't think that's helping i personally don't think it makes a difference as long as the show's good i just don't think there's hype about sitting down to watch it and i think that's important coming off of house of the dragons jumping on twitter until you go to bed and like, kind of being like, "Holy shit! Can you believe that just happened?" But and would you say that that's just because that's that Sunday at nine, or because it's a great show that comes out weekly that you have to wait for? I think it's because it's Sunday at nine. I, I re- would say that it's because it's a, a fantastic show that I, you can't wait to watch every. It's week. both. Yeah. But I feel like the you know it's the last thing you do on your weekend. That's true. Before Finish you go to bed, yeah. yeah, you're finishing off your night with that show. Whether it's with by yourself or maybe you're getting a group of people together like you were doing for game of thrones right you get your friends your family together you watch the show you kind of talk about it after it was done you talk about it in your group chats you talk about it online and everyone is also doing that at the exact same time unlike when a show randomly drops on wednesday night and then we have to you know nobody's uh, i don't know who was up at like you know midnight on a on a work day well again it really drops it really would drop 
Like it drops Wednesday at nine, so it's Wednesday. It's really comes out Wednesday. Like you're not. Oh, I no, it's it was like early in the morning. No, it's like three a.m. Like it comes out. Oh, oh yeah, so it's yeah. even worse. Well, it's but it's noon on the West Coast, or it's midnight on the West Coast. But since it's the three time delay, it's time. three a.m. So that's time. even worse. You stay like who's But again, because these shows aren't but the, the see, this is what we ran into. There was a whole stream for a while of shows that were just being released all at once. It it, it started to become a thing. The boys first season was all released all at once. When streaming like really first started picking up, that became a big thing. Daredevil. All those were dropped all at once. Yeah. And Netflix has n- not been doing that like with no, Witcher and no. Stranger Things. And I think they've, they've realized the power of what you're saying that comes in waiting a, having a weekly build up to your show right. to get people it's, excited it's for important. it. It's important. And I do think also, I think it's, it's but like you said, it's both halves of this. Like, that's a great time slot because it is a good way. Like, you got nothing going on. You're sitting around before bed. You're getting ready for the morning. Your family's all home. You can all chill and hang out. But I do think it matters more if you have a show that people want to come back to every week and get excited. Because, I, I mean, first season of Mando, I was like that every week. I was excited for when that was going to drop every week. But and that was a Friday show, right? That was a Friday show. Yeah. So I think the weekends are always going to be better. But the difference with those shows is they are meant to be watched whenever you want during the day. It's not to it's it's you're not meant to just watch it when it drops at midnight. Like that's I mean you no, can right like that, it, but that's right. It's yeah. definitely not designed for that. But imagine like I think I would be watching Secret Invasion you know, more closely when it, if it dropped at Sunday at 9 PM, I think that would change the conversation around that show. That's a show that, you know, that's still ongoing. That's only six episodes, but I don't like, you know, besides the AI intro (laughs) debacle, I don't really feel like people like give a shit about that show. And I think that also has a lot to say about Marvel and stuff like that. But like, if this is, if, if, if we're having this conversation about this show, right. And we're not really vibing with it and, and yada, yada, Regardless of that, if it was still dropping at Sunday at 9 p.m., I think I'd be a little bit more higher on it. I, me, personally, I don't think that would change my outlook at all. Because like, I, th- I think all the conversation that would be happening on Sunday night, and then, again, I didn't get to this part, you go into work Monday morning and you're talking about the show just like you did thing, in yeah. Game of Thrones or Walking Dead. and I think that's important for the discourse well, of a show. And I think that's why most shows did get back to a weekly cadence. Now, does it, does it work exactly the same way if you're not like releasing it at like 9 p.m. every night? Not necessarily. But most shows now have returned to that format of a weekly release. But it's a mid. It's it's yeah. I guess almost right. every single show. I can't think of a show now anymore. Boys doesn't drop all at once anymore. Maybe they'll drop three to start, and then they'll go from there. But it's basically every show just does and a I weekly release now. I also think I hate like I uh, have you started The Witcher? Oh, no, me either. I. Are we ever going to review that? Yeah, it's a big. I guess we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a question. We haven't even talked about that, but I'm like, I know. I'm like, Trio definitely hasn't started this because I haven't started it either. And it was only, I think, the first half of the season was only five episodes. Yeah, because it's volume one and volume and two. Nobody's talking about it. And from what I, when people are talking about it, they're shitting on it. <laughs> so at least from what I've heard. So, which is like a fucking shame. So if this season does bad, they're definitely did that release all. So that's five no. episodes. So, but that last like, season Shane, did though, didn't it? Didn't all of Witcher release at once the last season? Last two, yeah. Yeah, they did. Okay, so yeah, Netflix like, seems to be the only one that still does that. Last year, like, Stranger Things did it. They did, like, eight, and then, like, they dropped the last, like, two hour yeah. and 45 minute <laughs> episode, yeah. which was cool. I kind of liked that because it kind of made the ending, like, this big bombastic finale. Um, and I'm okay with them splitting the seasons up. But again, and I, and I, I guess this isn't a criticism towards Netflix. Maybe, I mean, like, HBO... It's still dropping their shows at Sunday 9 p.m. Like when Westworld was on, they were doing that, even though it was on 
Max, you know, when we're not all watching Max, you know, <laughs> we're not all, we don't all have the HBO like channel. So we're not like just putting it on, but like still it's like, oh yeah, we're just, we're still dropping that episode at Sunday at 9 p.m. AMC, uh, Better Call Saul was on Sunday at 9 p.m. Breaking Bad and Walking Dead were at Sunday at 9 p.m. And I think that just, it doesn't, it doesn't take it. it I think that spot has been known to host such good shows because good shows get put in it. Correct. And the way, and like, I, I think that's I mean, why that, that's like, I think you do need a show. The shows. So even though Secret Invasion and some of these Marvel and shows aren't even dc i mean like titans and doom patrol isn't dropping at sunday 9 p.m um you know they're dropping on like fridays but like let's pretend like marvel actually thought secret invasion was good and and decided to drop it at sunday 9 p.m don't doesn't that give you a little bit more you don't think they think it's good no i don't that's interesting i don't they don't think echo is good either that's why they're dropping it all at once okay do you hear that do you hear those rumors no no there were rumors that echo is bad and to just get it out and done with, they're gonna release it all at once. Interesting. Yeah. Where and they, and they you know why I hate that? Because I don't think that's like I can't trust. This is the scoop. I want to have. A, I do want to do this podcast on scoop. I'm sick of all these rumors. Yeah. Because all you yeah. all it's people just throwing things against the wall. And it, did you hear the whole thing about the Indiana Jones shit that people were thinking? Like no. So there was a whole rumor like a year ago that the old the original ending of Indiana Jones was gonna have, uh her his his goddaughter go back and replace him in all the movies and like kill him by accident and then like go through all his adventures again totally made up never happened then they said oh no that's not true they reshot it because everyone got so mad you don't reshot you don't reshoot the ending that we saw at the end of that that's not something you can just put together and and reshoot and do a quick thing yeah the scoops culture right now i don't take any leak seriously anymore I really, and I, it, I really it, don't, and, and I'm so, like, and especially with like the Disney stuff in the way of like, there are people who they, and and, and it goes the opposite way. I mean, way. look at all those they make their fucking the Deadpool three. Yeah, it was like in nuts. Yeah, I'm like, oh, are they, they, well, but that's why they don't do things on sets anymore too, because of that. Like they don't do open sets anymore mo- a lot because they don't want because people snap pictures and stuff like that, and it's just people off to the side. It, 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 the discourse is annoying, and that's um, that's I, what, I, I, and even Colin was like. Uh, on the Discord, um, he was like, you know, like, do, do you guys like how you're, like, getting spoiled of this whole movie before you see it? And I'm like, no. No. But that's what it's been like since the beginning, where it's like, well, we're, it we're, going into, we're going into Winter Soldier, and I know the Winter Soldier storyline, so I know what's going to happen. I mean, not to the T, but, like, generally. I mean, some elements, sure. Yeah. For sure. I, but I, I do think that there is something interesting to the fact of them wanting to still release these weekly, and just... I don't know. Back to the scoops thing. I, I just hate a lot of rumors like that in general, and I tr- and I tend not to take them seriously. Like, do you know how many rumors come out every year, have come out in the last year that Kathleen Kennedy is going to be fired? Yeah, I've seen a lot of. Those. It's oh, it's every other month. Like I, I I just and that's just an example. It's toxic. It's incredibly it's mis- toxic, and it's misinformation. And it's because and it's just been spawned off of the internet where people are looking for clicks, and it's it's the same thing with other things. It's become this Twitter. just fucking chasm of just like, I'm going to throw anything against the wall. And if it sticks, it sticks. I mean, even James Gunn talked about this in his one interview with, uh, with uh, fuck, inside of you, Rosenbaum. Yeah. And he's talking about, he's like, listen, I could come out here and debunk every one. But it's like, yeah, 90% of them are fake. And then it's like, all right, if I don't debunk the one, it's like, then I give up the game. Like, people are just making shit up. Like, and just 
tossing stuff out. Yeah. And it's like they're just hoping you come out and then disregard it. But so um, going back to the the sacred slot, yeah. do you think do you think there's any validity to what I'm saying? Do you no, think I'm I think kinda... that's I think a, I think the more the the emphasis more is on that weekly cadence. I don't I think that Sunday night at nine o'clock spot is special because it's had it's known to host shows that do very well. Right. And it, they get that slot because they're doing well and because people really like it. And especially on HBO, like that's where they put their premium format show. And that's how it's been. Right. Succession, I imagine, was on that slot. White so Lotus. I, yeah. I do think we lost something back in the day when everything was being dropped at once. And I'm glad we've gotten back to a weekly cadence. Yeah. Would I maybe like to see them release them at like nine o'clock on a week on a day instead of like midnight? Yeah. 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 Like if yeah. they even did like fr- like Wednesday at nine. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Friday at nine. Cool. I can sit down and watch that right away. Because again, I think it focuses the discourse. I wouldn't be surprised if at one point, Gooch, they start live streaming it. Like, they'll have it like, log on to Disney Plus at 9 p.m. We're streaming this live. You can watch it with everyone. It'll it'll re- it will go back to that. I'm Exa- telling, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. All this stuff will circle back around. Exactly. And yeah. I, but again, like, as long like I think e- uh, even if a show is bad, when the discourse is more focused into using those time slots, regardless if it's not Sunday at 9 p.m., I just think that's uh, it's the, it's the best. As, as You're getting know. the cream of the crop at that time period at that time right. slot. So yeah. it's just like yeah, and more people have downtime. Probably more people are watching, and I think just people like it more because like I think The Walking Dead also like when I was at its peak and like during uh, when it was sort of going down, like it was just fun to be watching it at nine p- Sunday and nine p.m. and finishing. We're gonna at go 10 to class tomorrow and talk, talk about it. Go on yeah. Twitter and talk about it. Watch The Talking Dead, and then I wait a week, and then you know I can't wait. But like when I was when I was watching House of the Dragon, I was like, dude, I am I cannot wait until next Sunday. Like I loved fini- finishing my weekend with that show, and just being like, holy shit, and then get to wait and then like watch all the videos like from Monday to Friday. I think there was something that's just about the structure of at the end of the weekend, and then you have the whole like there week, is something that TV de- had to days. that. Yeah, there's something to it. Absolutely, and I think we have. We we've begin we've began to get back to that, and in a lot of ways, I think we have. Aside from Netflix, like we said, most shows are going to be released on a and, weekly and basis. And I think Netflix can can keep what they're doing. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think sure. dropping a show all at once is fine. Like, but I won't binge it right away. Yeah, like I'm not a binge. I, I did hate that though, though, because like Cause I remember when Daredevil like, would drop, and you'd feel I felt like I'd have to watch it the whole the, in the weekend, or else like I'm not in the discourse. Like really, you, I felt I so, never felt like see, that. See, I felt like that was the way, like online, especially. I don't know, like you, and especially if you're listening to like podcasts and things like that, and you want to keep up with them. I, I just felt like, especially oh, on the planet, people were like running through them, like I in a really, weekend. I really hate with like Screen Crush, like has like. You know, like the season just dropped, and like the next day they have like the ending thing out. It's like, can you like fucking wait? See, it's funny. You you really like those like Easter egg videos and stuff. I'm never really about those for some or like explain. I think like, it just kind of like reinforces my knowledge, sure. Uh, like and helps me like retain things and like no, understand definitely. things a little more. Especially, it's like, oh, like it's from this comic. It's like, oh, okay, like uh, I have a better understanding of this now, and it just no, kind of like helps me. Like for like podcasts. I mean, dude, stuff. they get millions of views, so apparently yeah, some they, people like them. So yeah. it's just fun. Yeah, it's just funny. That's just not I started I with Emergency to. Awesome, and then I, I fucking hated that guy for mm-hmm. a while. Like, I'm like, I'm done. And then I found, I stopped watching them, and then I found Screen Crush, and I was like, oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. I forget how I found him. I think like 2020, 2021. But anyway, 
It's always nice when you discover a new like YouTube channel that you can just backlog all it, their stuff. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, we were talking about at the beginning of the, I think before we even started the podcast about like the the streaming wars coming to an end. You were mentioning so like everything's just. There was a lot of bets, and Dan Merle does a whole really great breakdown. I I, I always recommend him on here because I I gotta start my, I, I gotta start watching. Him he's really one of my I think my favorite movie pot like YouTube I channel. I don't know if you watch all the videos. I of post, course not. But, yeah, it's, right. But yeah. like I'm like trios into this one guy. I I, sure. I I need to give it more. Attention. I try to here and there, of course, especially with your when you drop like a, a video essay or something. It's just tough because those are right. Here's my usually four, four hour. hour yeah, it's not Dan Merle's. His are usually like, like oh, twenty that, minutes. That one from White Light about yeah. Unity. I'm like, you have to watch. And this. I actually did watch a this good amount you. of that. This but, is you. This is you. It was cool about the parkour. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he did a really interesting breakdown of how like back at the beginning of the pandemic all these companies put a lot of money into streaming Warner Brothers they made Batgirl they made all these direct streaming things they really put all the money Blue on the streaming was originally one of those and it all is just coming out from under them they they thought they could get to that point where they could beat Netflix and they can't and they're realizing they they soured a lot of relationships it, because of their movie especially WB is it because they can't beat Netflix or because it's not a good model it's a, a bit of both, it seems to be. Okay. And again, I, I, I wish I was a bit more well-versed on this. His, I, I would like to actually listen to his, his video again because there's just a lot to comprehend and the logistics of how much money these CEOs and these higher-ups really put into this streaming vision and now it's all falling out from under itself and it's all coming to head, especially in these like writer contracts and just all the turmoil we are seeing in the film industry right now that it's really going to change a lot of stuff. And there was that interesting quote from Steven Spielberg. He's like, at some point, I think Penza put it in the group chat. At some point Penza in the next show. twenty years, like uh, <laughs> and this was like back in like the nineties, like five films over two hundred fifty yeah, million dollars will flop and yeah. it will cause an upheaval. In the, and it's like, and I mean, it's literally almost exactly the, that. What the writers happened. have been on strike, and you know, as of recording, the Screen Actors uh, SAG-AFTRA yeah, just are went now on strike. on strike too. And again, and, it's a lot of these like bigger name people, but they are doing it like. These guys, a lot of the CEOs are, are are putting them up on the pedestal of like, why are these big name actors like fighting for more money? They make all it's it's not for them. It's for the people trying to break into the industry. So right, that they they're not have, fighting for themselves. They're fighting for those people who are starting out. Well, like look at like Sean Gunn. I yeah. mean, he's not a big actor no. by any sense of the imagination. But it was interesting to hear like Gilmore Girls is like one of the best streamed things on Netflix, and I haven't seen a dime. There's been some weird interesting. Sn- there's been some weird Snyder people hate on him in the comments that I've seen. Like, oh, him and his fucking brother gun. Like, just like I'm like, just brother shut gun. up, brother gun. Oh, him and James are already riding <laughs> Snyder, off. Snyder, the Snyder people. You guys don't make us look good. Either way, it's it, it was funny, but yeah, they don't see. And then someone like there was a whole thing. The Hollywood Reporter put out like a thing, like a corrective statement. Like we posted a video from Sean Gunn earlier saying this. There was that was actually la- lacking context. They didn't get paid because of this, that, and the other. And then something underneath that's like, well, yeah, that's because Netflix isn't doesn't have to pay the streaming people or the people they license the the series off of any streaming rights either. So or they just pay them for the rights, but they don't pay them per streaming to get residuals. Because like you know, back in the day, actors used to get residuals from dvds yeah dvds and shows you know if they're playing they get i mean dude guys like uh fuck who was like hoffa and not hoffa like (laughs) michael j fox with like good times and stuff like that like he he, they make it they made a ton of money off especially back in the day because you only had so many channels but like now it's not the same at all i mean you don't get paid per streaming you get paid per an episode and then that's it you don't see any if that 
if the office is playing a ton on Netflix all the time, you're not getting a result. And, and I think if you're listening to us and I'm like, don't you think you guys are a little off base? No, because this all feeds into what we're talking about with the 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 streaming service kind of upending the typical TV and movie scheme. Like, Absolutely. Everything's sort of being upended. And like, yeah, if it was like 2007 and but like 2023 we probably would not be having this conversation at all and 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 it is like kind of a little topic i wanted to bring it in on top of like you know what we talked about i know we had like a long pre-show and i and i wanted to do that but i was like this is like a nice kind of like bite-sized topic that we're probably not we don't need an hour to talk about Mm -hmm. but like i think is like really important no Um, it is and listen we're going through it's it's a state of of a lot of malleability right now and i'm very curious as to where this whole industry is going to come out they they trained us to be ready to take all these things all at once, and yeah, I just can't handle. And then now we can't handle. It, but then also that's they realize it's not sustainable. That's and why I haven't paying, started The Witcher. And I'm that's just, why people I'm watching too much shit. They train, especially this is more towards the movie stuff. But they train people to be ready for a movie to come out on streaming in two weeks over the last two years. Now everyone's like, I'll wait for Flash streaming. Is all, like on digital. I'll wait for streaming. And like next week. Uh, yeah, like it's, it's and an NFT, fa- and and the fact <laughs> that fucking flopped the way it did, it's one of the biggest superhero. It's the bombs biggest superhero bomb is nuts. I How? really didn't see that coming. Like no. I didn't think it was gonna be like. I don't think any. We, I truly we reviewed think, it. We were not talking about like it's gonna bomb. I didn't think so. I really it, didn't think it was gonna be I that think bad. People are. Li- I mean, well, I truly like thought people the are Keaton liking thing, it more than like Black well, Adam. I just it just shows you that I think Keaton's not as big of a draw as I expected him to be, and I really thought like a lot of people would come out just for that, and I think they thought that too, and it just didn't it just didn't go the way they wanted. But either way, these companies have trained uh, uh, their audiences, especially with animated movies and stuff. But I will say, Elemental has made a pretty good bounce back. See, like I th- that discord with that has been interesting too, and I'm like, how I'm like. Is it bad or is it good? And is it making money or is it not? Because well, now it's made the, the the gross. It's it's begun to make money now. Yeah, it ha- it's 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 I global gross good. has actually it's 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 bounced back. But up. like, how long until that's on Disney Plus? You know, absolutely. And that is the issue that these companies are now having to reckon with. That they trained us all, especially the common people who don't really go to the movies to begin with that much, anyways. Oh, well, that's going to be on streaming in two weeks. I don't care. I'm not going to go see that in the theaters. Why would I do that? You know, like Tom Cruise is like, you know. Like we know Mission Impossible isn't coming out on DVD for three months. Right. That's like, really, yeah. I, I, I really back his championing, championing, championing of the theaters. Of the theaters. I, I totally agree with it. He's right. If you want to. And he should. I'm glad for sure. he's the one doing it because he's in probably the best place to do it. You want to hear a really dumb quote about streaming and movies? Look up the. Uh, who did the Avengers movies, Endgame? And Whedon? No, of Endgame and stuff. Russo's. Uh, the Russo brothers, they were talking about like movie theaters and like, I can't remember the exact quote of like how dumb they are and how they'll go the way of the dinosaur. I'm like, the fuck are you guys talking about? And like how they're very Wait, expensive. The, Rus- the Russo brothers, I can't remember the exact quote. The it Russo was something brothers about are how saying about, about theaters and how like exclusive they are and probably how Probably because Marvel's the in people. their fucking pockets. Or there were. Sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... Gooch, I well, hate like, that. Let's, That's let's, not, no, I know, but you let, can't. Let's, this let's is what I'm going to say. This is all I'm going to say. This Haven't all their please, movies been on streamers? Please allow me to finish my sentence. Okay. We don't know that, so I'm not going to assume that. And okay. I hate doing. I hate when people are like, you're in this pocket, you're in the... I think they actually think that. And that's even dumber to me. But, but uh, I, I do see what you're saying. Like, all their movies, Cherry, and like all, all these movies they've done with MCU actors, have all been on streamers. Yeah. 
I, isn't that weird? Too? Well, but that's because it's but, been over makes... the course of the last two years. Like right, they, right, and true, with, true. with good point. That's that's but, the major reason. And I mean, but it is weird. It, it does make sense that they would say that when they're also when that putting, was happening. You know, we're yeah. also putting their movies. Well, and also on all service. the all of the studios were backing that play at the time, and now it's just going the wrong way. And I think we we have seen that shift in the TV to bring it back to this time slot. I think that is key, and I think that's why you've seen us go back to these weekly cadences with these shows. And I think that that makes a major difference. And I, I want to see more of it. And I think HBO knows what it's doing with keeping that time slot and keeping its premium content at that time slot. And people know. And that's where they're going to go. And I mean, it is, and it's also nice that I can just go flip on HBO Max and it's on there at 9 too. I don't have to watch it on HBO. But I can watch it at 9 o'clock with everyone else. Exactly. Yeah, that is, that is a key point. Because yeah. like, when they, when they introduced... Um, you know, like, remember how confusing HBO Go and HBO Now was? They've remember? gone through eight of them. Remember how I hate confusing it. It's, that was? It was HBO Go, HBO Now, HBO, and then it got to Max. Which, you know what's funny? I forgot about Cinemax. Like, that was a thing for a while. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, I mean, even Stars is kind of... That's still, it's, that's not, like, really hosted That's what, like, Shameless that, is, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like, so. besides that, it's like, what else they have going for them? Like, even, like... Like we just got to get rid of some streaming services. We got to get rid of Paramount has to go down. All of it's con- but that's it is. We're we're condensing. I mean, that's Discovery had one. Now it's Warner Brothers Discovery. Now they're all combining. Yeah, true, true. Uh, Hulu and Disney Plus are going to be combining. It's a streaming is, wars. Is Hulu uh, going to go away though? No, it's just they're going to be a combined service now. I think. What do you mean? Like you'll pay so for it, both. You'll get Hulu uh, and Disney because they're both owned by Disney. Obviously, right. And they do feel, I do feel like those two have always had different offerings. Well, and Hulu has always... They've had all those, like, the, your, your regular TV shows. That's been around for a while. Your, your Marvel shows that they don't want to be, like... Yeah, the off-brand, yeah. Get, Hit get, Monkey was on there and get, stuff. Get, yeah, get thrown yeah. to fucking go into the grave. You know they took Runaways off of that? Yeah, it's, well, they're doing that... Like, a bunch of places are I, doing I, that I want to watch Runaways at some point. And, uh... So many shows are being it. taken off of streaming services and stuff just to not pay the licensing fee. Funny to talk about, you know, video game accessibility. Now we're well, talking about that's what about I mean. Movies and shit. Yeah, I can't buy that. You literally can't buy that anywhere. At that point, I do think it's almost fine to, to pirate it somewhere because you literally aren't able to get it anywhere yeah. else. Uh, anything else on the sacred time slot, Gooch? So what do you, the viewers, think about this? Do you think there's any validity to what I'm saying? What's your what's your thoughts maybe on, on the, you know, we've talked about a wide variety of things, so feel free to leave them in the comments and make sure you leave a like please um, do. before you uh, leave. And if you're not subscribed, please feel to feel free to do so on the YouTube as well. Absolutely, and I usually say this at the end, but always tell a friend about us. It really helps. If you got anyone who is into this type of stuff, uh, mention the Delco Nerds. A mention goes a long way. We really appreciate it. Uh, does that do it for us, Gooch? That does do it for us, yes. All righty, folks. Thank you so much. You've been watching with us live on twitch.tv slash Delco Nerd Network. We really appreciate your time. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco Nerd Network. We're on all your favorite social media platforms as well, at Delco Nerds and everything. We have a new threads as well, the new Twitter-like Instagram platform. So give us a follow if you're on there. Uh, otherwise, you can find all this information on our website, DuckUnderNetwork.com. We have a Facebook page. We have a Discord channel. That'll all be linked down below. And you can even email us your comments, questions, or concerns. DelcoNerds at gmail.com. We'd be happy to get back to you. But for Gooch, Evan Trio, thanks for watching, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time. <laughs>